I didn't want to work for nobody else. That was the promise I made to myself. Because mm-hmm. I was like, if I could be fired by my own dad, I could only imagine. You could fire like, anybody. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. So from there, I was like, screw this. I'm going to learn as much as I can. I'm becoming as obsessed as I can. Because like I said, Grant Cardone, Be Obsessed to Be Average, yep. the name of his book. Mm-hmm. I was like, screw this, man. We have to turn this into something. So now, it's been the past few months, I quit drinking quit everything that's like BS wise just so I could like focus a hundred percent on creating my ultimate life yeah. and that's why I met with it how's it going guys welcome to another episode of secrets to silent success today we have the one and only Alex Martin how are you doing this afternoon sir I'm, I'm good brother thank you for having me uh, I'm blessed man I can't complain Cool, cool. So we'll jump right into it. Okay. So you were working at a law firm, yes. right? And you got assigned a project, mm-hmm. right? Without well, the job description, but it was splicing and putting some videos together. Yes, and you were yeah. like, okay, this is kind of cool. And somebody noticed and was like, hey, you might have something with this, yeah. right? Tell me about that story. So long story short, ironically, the law firm is down the street from where we're at. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, December 2016. I'm coming out of like my previous uh entrepreneur thing and i'm working at the firm and long story short our media guy was moving so slow that my boss at the time is like basically giving me he's going to fire the whole department vibes wow i'm like i'm not about to get fired dog i just (laughs) i bounced on my first business there's no way in hell i'm about to accept this yeah so uh pick up my phone which is the iphone 6 at the time (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to make this work. I'm going to make sure that uh, when we create this content, he's going to get this content the same day. Uh, we ain't going to have to rely on our media guy because yeah. he's just he's going to hold up the process. So I do that, man. We're shooting like four events, dude, back to back, two in Houston, two in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, immediately, like 30 minutes to an hour after the event to get they, they get their media and the media and their opinion is so good. They're like, how long you been doing this? I'm like, shit, I've been doing this about three days. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you need to do it. You know, and I've did it. I took a couple gigs after, mm-hmm. but they were like, Alex, I think you should take this serious. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do it. And next thing you know, I end up going to uh, film school later that year mm-hmm. and went to film school, film school in New York. And about a month or two later, after coming back from film school, you know, they like, you should uh, get your LLC. Okay. Start your business with yeah. it. All right, cool. I do that. And next thing you know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, videography led to photography. And yep. from there, the rest is history. Just like trying to dominate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, did you see the media, right? Whether it's videography, photography, as a passion, when did it become your passion? Talk about that for me. It's weird, man. You know, honestly speaking, I'm still trying to trying to track it, right? Okay. So in high school, I took a media class, mm-hmm. but man, when I tell you I felt that, I felt wow. it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would skip class, everything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but the teacher even then always saw something in me with the visuals that I would create. Okay. And so even when I would listen to music, and ironically, I used to do music and I would shoot and produce my music videos. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, they weren't the best, but 
people would, would go then like, oh, who did that? Like, yeah. I did it myself, man. I put it on the tripod. And then, I, <laughs> you know, final cut. Yeah. Did it myself. And so uh, now I feel like I always had a thing for visuals. Okay. So if you ever were to be like, hey, Alex, what do you think I should do with this company to design it? Yeah. Uh, I, I think we should put like lettering here. So I always had that thing. So I think I always had an eye for like what's appealing yep. and what could be next. So I think it started It started off with the, just playing around a lot, man. Yeah, honestly. yeah. And I feel like now I'm becoming, I'm falling more and more in love with photography as I get deeper and deeper into it. You know, I feel like that yeah. with anything in life, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the more you try to learn about something and the more you put time into something, the more obsessed you become. So it's like, even then, man, I'm talking to you now, but I'm yeah. like, oh, this will look like a dope photo if I yeah. get this. <laughs> so can't turn it off. I can't turn, can't it, turn off, it off man, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What advice would you give to, you know, other young people out there that are searching for that passion? Maybe they haven't had someone tell them, hey, you're natural at this. You got something, right? Someone mm -hmm. saw it in you before you saw it in yourself, right? right? What advice would you give to other people that are looking for their passion? Uh, honestly speaking, I think... I think people should try things, right? It's like me, when, when I got into it, I was just like, I'm gonna try. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna pull out my phone. I'm gonna shoot this content, this video. Yeah. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. And from there, take the feedback if you can, but play around with as many things that you are curious about. Yep. And yep. I think it will lead you it will put you on a path. I think that's how God works. Mm -hmm. He tests your curiosity, right? And then through your curiosity, I think you'll find your passion. And next thing you know, the world is buying in into who you and what you are. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you talked about when it comes to passion is being obsessed with it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I feel like some of us may dabble here and there. Talk mm -hmm. about your obsession with your craft and with your passion. What does that look like for you? Oh, man. Let's just say over the past, I haven't took a vacation in a year and a half. Um, shortly before, the, well, two years now. I, I did a solo location shortly before the pandemic happened, January, 2020. So I was like trying to figure this thing going out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, once in 2021, I did like six figures. And I was like, all right, cool. But I, I still don't feel like I was like, let me take a break or, yeah. So I feel like I get more and more into it as I, as I go. Like I got more celebrity clients now. So I'll give you an example. Last night, you know, all those rappers were in town. So Jeezy, Rick Ross, yeah. I had a chance to work with one of them. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> Couldn't work with one of them because I'm with another celebrity who has a TV show premiering next week. Mm. I'm so caught up in my passion right now that any and everything that I do yeah. is wrapped up and work. Yeah. I don't have a day in life right now. Yeah. All I do is work out and work. Yeah. So that's my obsession. And I don't think I'm gonna stop <laughs> for the next two to three years. Yeah. You know, if love comes, it comes. But for now, I think the way my mind is, is like, I really wanna be great at this. I wanna leave a mark nationally. Wow. So I'm not stopping until that happens. Yeah. So that's my obsession, man. It don't stop and it won't stop. <laughs> yeah, got you. You talked a little bit about the celebrity clients and we'll get to that. But mm -hmm. I want to talk about 
clients in general before before we start rolling yeah. right we talked a little bit about it i know you had a, a quote you talked about doing business without morals and values right mm -hmm. and it's like hey now i'm doing business with morals and values mm -hmm. to get that ideal client as a fellow creator who does photo and video mm -hmm. i know exactly what you're talking about but tell the audience right how are you getting your ideal client so uh initially always had like from the start once they told me to take it serious right going back to the beginning yeah um uh, I was like influencers, 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 mm -hmm. influencers, because, you know, you know how it is, man. You can see a big business nowadays. You're not even curious about and even let's look at podcasts, for yeah, example, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. We're focused more on individuals than we are on big businesses. Sure. You know, which is crazy because business, big businesses make the world spin. Um, but it started there. And, you know, my, my morals and uh my vision was let me focus on influencers and people that's just trying to build something i want to help i want to be the start of something for people okay. okay i believed in their vision i see their vision let me try to bring it to life all right you might be starting off as an entrepreneur today but i see you as this mogul down the road and that's yeah. how i talk to people wow. even during my shoots you know, it could be a realtor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, a realtor could be like, hey, I'm just, I just want a headshot, man. Yeah. All right, cool. See yourself as top producer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot you just like you're a top producer. Yeah. And from there, that's always been my thing. So I never know who might be the next big thing, but I will always treat them like they were. And I think that, you know, word of mouth initially spread like a wildfire because mm -hmm. of how I treated them, how I... Uh, did business and even how I turned the media around quickly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. went back to it. But uh I hope that answered your question. But like that that's always been my thing. I was like, I would never work with like and no disrespect to people who do it. I just knew it wasn't my thing. The whole nakedness, the mm -hmm. and like nothing too extreme, because I ain't gonna lie, like I wanted to be commercial to some degree. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know, yeah. so it's like your favorite artist. You know, you, you could be like Jay-Z, right? Who appeals to just about everybody. Yep. And then you, or you could be, you know, Lupe Fiasco, who mm -hmm. is, dominates underground. Yeah, very niched. Very niched. Yep. So, you know, for me, I'm like, I like the Jay-Z look yeah. at things. I <laughs> yeah. like the Gary V look at things, Grant Cardone yeah. look at things. Yeah. I don't want to be too underground, man. Like, yeah. I'm playing for legacy in a way, so. That's how I always envisioned. I feel like if I stuck to my vision and my morals, yeah, I'll never waver it. So I have not shot OnlyFans content to this day, thank God, which is mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, I don't, I haven't did like nothing out of my loop. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been fortunate to be where I'm in, where I am today, thanks to those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So talking about where you're at today, I know you had another quote that says, it's a battle being a businessman and a creator, which I completely empathize <laughs> with the struggle of businessman and the creator. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the end of that quote, you talked about, hey, to, to, to balance that is all about building a good team and learning as much as you can. Tell me about that quote and what's going through your head as this businessman slash creator. So I'm still battling myself. <laughs> it's a daily struggle. I get you. It's a yeah. daily struggle. <laughs> yeah, like completely transparent. So it's like now, you know, for me, the next, you know, over the next month, I'll be creating contracts for various people mm. because I wasn't doing contracts. I was doing handshakes because okay. I wanted to be a good guy slash 
I know on the creative side, I'm going to deliver to you. Yeah. But sometimes we as creatives, you would notice, we care so much about our art that we'll forget the, about the business side of yeah. it to one where we devalue who we are. Yes. And next thing you know, we got somebody taking advantage of us because they see how creative we are. Mm-hmm. How valuable you are. Yeah. So if you, I feel like when you, when you move as both, it allows you to uh, protect yourself, one. Two, those boundaries. Mm-hmm. You got to have boundaries. No, one, nobody like step over. They, they, they won't feel like that they can test you or try you to take more out of you. Because you, you know how it is, man. As yeah. a creative, we're giving so much life into what we produce and what we create. Yeah. That it's like on the business side of we got to be thinking and moving as such. So that and then to uh, the relationships. Right. So as a businessman, we all know relationships matter. <laughs> That's it. That's key. Honor your word. <laughs> yep. Um, meet as many people as you can. Promote yourself as much as you can. Yeah. So, you know, every time I meet somebody, you know, one, I try to be honest. I try to be myself. Yeah. And then. I don't try to be likable. I try to be me, hmm. you know? So if they accept me, they accept me. If they don't, they don't. But no matter where I go, yeah. I'm going to be me. Yeah. So like, even in today, I was like, should I dress up for this? Yeah. Go crazy? <laughs> yeah. Nah, pull up how you would on the shoot. There you go. Dress your best as much as you can. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like I feel like my clients are my team right now. I'm okay. trying to find people who are hungry to be a part of this. Okay. Um, but you know, one thing I realized too is that you can't project who you are onto people. Yes, sir. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I want you to be obsessed like I am, but you might not have that dog in you yet. Yeah. So let me just let you try to find it and see if you're serious about it. Then I'll let you run with me. But in the meantime, yeah, I got you to do so. Yeah. Let me keep moving. Let me ask you this, because one of my favorite quotes or mm-hmm. ideologies is that you can take a mule to the water, but you can't make it drink. Mm, right. right. So you can you can show all these individuals, you know, how to have that dog, but you can't put that dog inside of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk about those other individuals. We're we talking to Alex. Yeah. But what do you think gives you that dog inside of you? What gives you your drive? I think experiences, man. Uh, long story short, honestly, it was my dad, you know, my dad and my mom. My mom taught me grit. So like it would be times where Let's just say, like, I couldn't get to work, right? So it'll make me walk to work, which mm. is crazy. Wow. <laughs> uh, but I'm a whole teenager at the time in Detroit. So, you know, the stuff I could got into, but, like, there's no excuses on my end. So I'll make sure I get to work on time when that type of stuff would happen. And then with my dad, my dad a millionaire. So even when he became a millionaire, he was still working like he was broke. So it's like, you know, seeing that, a number don't matter. Mm-hmm. Can you protect that number? Yeah. Can you increase it? You know, so I think that's what gives me my dog. Like, I don't really care about the whole perspective of things. It's about what I feel in here. So I'm not fulfilled, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's why I'm mad with it, you know? So I, I think of anything, that's what gives me my dog. Like, I want, want to provide for my mother and my family. I, I just want to be stable, uh, wealthy. And I just want to protect my happiness, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. I would ask you 
in terms of being a creative and being a business person, right? Mm -hmm. What the creative come naturally, right? You're going to shoot dope stuff because you love it, right? right? But what steps are you taking on the business side? What things are you doing, right? Uh, to make sure that you're protecting yourself from the business side, right? What you, I know you mentioned Gary Vee, you mentioned Grant Cardone, so you learn it from people, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah. what are you doing exquisitely on the business side to, to protect yourself? On the business side, it's like constantly learning, right? So uh, I felt like we as entrepreneurs, we're always in them, like if, I feel like if you want to become better, you're constantly learning as you mm -hmm. go. So now it's taking action, studying. All right, what's going on? What's the future, right? As a businessman, what, what's the what's the trend? So like AI. Yeah. I know I could be eventually replaced by AI. Yes. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so what does my next move look like? All right, how do I protect myself business-wise? You know, whether it be taxes. Uh, even if I want to hire my first employee, is it best to hire them directly or mm -hmm. do a 10, uh, 1099? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's stuff like that. And, you know, I, I'm YouTube University. Every day I'm taking in something that feeds me. I'm not, it's not a day that, that goes by where I'm not listening to an entrepreneur or some information that could be valuable to mm -hmm. me or my business. Yeah. So that's how I protect the business. Yeah, let me ask you a question about that. You talked about taking in constructive content, right? Mm -hmm. I'm really big on that. I say, hey, junk in, junk out. They yeah. talk about you are what you eat, well, you are what you consume this mentally, facts. right? Yeah. For me, there was a switch that went off probably around college, beginning of college, because of exposure, yeah. right? I met a lawyer, shout out to Naru, right? He told me he made a million dollars at 24 and hasn't made any less than that since. He's in almost 50 now, right? Yeah. And seeing his house, seeing the way he lived, and it wasn't just the material things, right? Mm -hmm. It was the seeing how educated he was as a black man, all of it, right? With that right. exposure, and I was like, well, how he get there? And that turned me on to the self-development, that turned me on to podcast to continue to educate myself and learning outside of the tr traditional academic setting, right? Mm -hmm. Was there a switch? Was there a moment for you that was like, hey, I need to be taking in constructive content every day? Because most people, most young people, we don't think like that, right? Yeah. So what changed for you? I think, uh Honestly, always been the person. So my favorite rapper growing up was Young Jeezy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Jeezy used to talk that talk. So yeah. where, and I'm from Detroit. Like, all, at that point, the only thing you want to do in Detroit is get you some money and stay out of trouble. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, so uh, growing up, I was like, man, whatever it is out there is better than what's here. Like, I can't True. stay doing this. So I was always the type of person to, like, dive into, like, self-development books. Mm -hmm. But when it really clicked, honestly speaking was in 2019 when I got fired from the firm. I was like, yo, I, I don't have nobody to teach me anything. So, and I think, yeah, I, my circle was so small. I couldn't mm -hmm. go to anybody else. Yeah. So it was like, I, ironically, like me and my dad, my dad happened to be my boss. So I was fired okay. by my own dad. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> at that time I'm like, man, screw him. Da, da, da. Yeah. And, uh, as I, like I said, you know, as you learn more and more about your craft, you become, what's the word, more obsessed yeah. with it. So it's like day in and day out on these shoots, I'm making mistakes here and there. Mm -hmm. So all right, how can I learn from my mistakes? And then what are these other professionals doing online yeah. Yeah. that I can implement in my life? Yeah. So it was just a matter of like, for me, honestly, it's just a moment. It clicked right now. I didn't want to work for nobody else. That was the promise I made to myself. Because mm -hmm. I was like, if I could be fired by my own dad, I could only imagine. You could fire like, anybody. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So from there, I was like, screw this. I'm going to learn as much as I can. I'm become as obsessed as I can. Because like I said, Grant Cardone, Be Obsessed to Be Average, yep. name of his book. Mm-hmm. I was like, screw this, man. We have to turn this into something. So now, it's been the past few months, I quit drinking, quit everything that's like BS-wise. Just so I could like focus 100% on creating my ultimate life. Yeah. And that's why I met with it. Awesome. Awesome. To switch gears and take it back to the photography aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So you work with some big clients, right? I'll yeah. let you name off the people that you work <laughs> with. I'll let you do that. But tell me, you know, how did you get into the celebrity and influencer photography? Um, it goes back to what I talked about earlier, which is like relationships, right? So whoever I meet and I treat them like they a big time star, not doing it just because I could see something coming out of it. For yeah. me, it's like, protect yourself, protect your brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't want nobody to be like, oh, he made me feel weird on the set or yeah. anything of that nature. So me doing that over time, and like, I just been fortunate enough to where I had like big influencers reach out. And I wasn't scared to do nothing for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think uh, a lot of the people that start off in photography and videography, they scared to try doing stuff for free it's like how do you expect to build if you're not putting the time in or doing something for free it's like i believe in cross promotion as much as possible yeah 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 that is real so honestly i believe that would that's what played a role in it me taking care of people me believing in cross promotion because if i'm like hey i see you got a 100k follower hey let me shoot you for free yeah you know and a lot of times they'll take that on because they shooting pictures with a cell phone. Yeah, you know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Best bet. So that's uh, that's how I started off initially. Uh, one of the people who talked me into taking this like ultra series was a mega influencer in the DFW area, mm-hmm. Brandy Yvonne. Her, less than you stash, I am Lee Stacks on Instagram. You know, now they have a combined amount of following of 500K. Mm-hmm. You know, when they started with me, it was probably 100, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 75 on the low end. But them two being the closest to me and actually believing in me, I think that's what strengthened it. Yeah. And from there, man, I just spread like a wildfire. Yeah. And I still feel like it's way more to go. Like, I could see myself having 50K followers on the gram and even if 100K on TikTok, you know. So that's what played a role, just working with who's hot and then building a relationship with any and everybody yeah. as much as I could. Gosh, you gosh. Talk to me a little bit about some of the celebrities that you work with and what those experiences have been like. Man, so uh, a lot of people know me for working with, you know, Cash Dow, Chico Bean, who else? Uh, I didn't work with a couple people, man. Like, it's so many sometimes I'd be forgetting, like, yeah, who yeah. That I didn't work with, but <laughs> I done been with Martin Lawrence, which is crazy to me, like child, childhood idol right there. You know, she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we grew up watching him on TV. Yeah, yeah. actually, so funny uh, fact is that the building that's on the actual show okay, on Martin. Yeah, yeah, okay. I used to stay behind there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. you know that that was a crazy moment for me to be backstage with him, and you know that was thanks to Chico Bean. Okay, you know, okay. and uh, Natalie boss lady uh but yeah it was man it's a couple people man claremont twins you know they didn't work with kim kardashian yep, yeezy yep. so they supermodels essentially but it's a bunch of people in 
I think uh, the ones that gave me the most opportunity was uh, Chico Bean and Cash Dial. Yeah. You know, they, anytime Chico Bean comes to town, and when I first met him, he said, whenever this guy comes to town, give him a job. Wow. And then with Cash Dial, Cash Dial told her where I was from, which she happens to be from Detroit. We yeah. graduated at the same time. Okay. So same night, she's like, all right, you're going to do my lifestyle pics. Because I'm like, my goal is to make you change your profile pic on your page. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, that happened, manifested. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm on the, wor- I'm on the road with her, which wow. is crazy, That's you crazy. know, yeah. a couple months later. So, yeah, I didn't work with a couple people, which led to me working with Meek, all those guys. So Yeah, nah, very dope, very mm-hmm. dope. So the name of the podcast is The Secrets of Silent Success. Mm-hmm. So what is Alex's secret to success? My secret to success is, uh, I'm going to call it uh, tunnel vision, hmm. right? So tunnel vision is like, if I say I want this, I'm going to make it work. No matter what, like there's no obstacles that's going to stop me from achieving what I want. And then uh, I'm willing to cut out everything that's like a distraction at that yeah. point. So I'm not hanging out just to be hanging out. I'm not, I'm not indulging in BS. Like you say, like, yeah. you know, what you watch, what you eat, what you take in, you got to watch it. Yep. So like, even you talked about working out earlier yeah. on camera, <laughs> I work out too, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you know, so uh, tunnel vision, uh, consistency, like with hustling, like you, you don't stop hustling, man. Like whatever you do, you know, you got to constantly work. If you're not working every day, the next man is. Yeah. So you're going to let the next man outwork you? Mm-hmm. Probably not a good idea because yeah. they might pass you up. And then the third one is, uh, you know, keeping God first and everything sure. I do. I start my day with God in my day with God. So um, and I want to get better and better with that relationship with him. So, yeah, tunnel vision, consistency with hustling and keeping God first and everything I do. Those are my secrets. Cool. We'll leave it there, man. I appreciate your time. This is fun, man. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. So I appreciate you all for watching this episode of Secrets of Solid Success. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you on the next one.